0: Nothing makes more sense than protecting the planet that gave us all life and everything we have. But do you find yourself unable to keep going in the face of the relentless dire news about the state of the world? Do you worry about biodiversity loss and what a changing climate means? Are you struggling to take action or campaign to mitigate the nature and climate emergency? Most people who are gripped by fear, sadness, anger, Anxiety, powerlessness and other strong emotions are vulnerable to episodes of burnout or hopelessness. Strong emotions drive change and Earth and society are undoubtedly made better by compassionate people doing what they can to act on these issues. But constructive progress can often seem out of reach. This podcast is part of a collection of tools, creative responses and peer support networks that have emerged from a project called Eco-Anxious Resilient. In this series of six episodes, we'll be exploring a self-care planning tool that has the power to help when you're struggling. We'll be sharing conversations held between groups of peers, and you'll hear authentic stories of struggle alongside all the ways people cultivate meaning, connection, and hope. It is proven that when you are struggling, Planning for your own self-care and connecting with resilient peers is an effective way to re-empower yourself and continue striving for the just and enlightened society you're aiming to bring about. We hope you find these conversations empowering. Listen to the end to find out details of how to connect with the project. In this episode, we'll be exploring the second question of the self-care planning tool, which asks us to consider what can I do if I'm not feeling like myself today?
1: I I think that is really about reconnecting with a little bit of power. It's about having accepted how you feel today and thought about why why you might not be feeling as positive or as um, productive, really, um, as you may want to be, but that you can work your way through this. So what can i do for myself basically um it's an empowering question it's not expecting anybody else to do for me what i can do for myself it's a way of of ordering my thoughts so i can either allow myself to stay in the discomfort of all of these strong emotions and feelings And sometimes I do choose to do that. Um, (laughs) um, I think sometimes I just have to feel very angry um, or I just have to feel deeply sad and distressed um, and let that stay there for a while um, and work its way through my system. But always, I want to get a little bit of that power back, so that I'm not overwhelmed, um, or I'm I'm not um, derailed, basically, by all of these strong feelings. Because, however, I feel the world is still going on as it as it does, um, and I am part of that world. I'm very, I'm still very grateful um, to have a life. I'm grateful for everything that's been I'm grateful for many things that have been given to me in my life. And I'm particularly grateful for the, the beauty and the wonder of planet Earth. Um, so, yeah, so I am. Um, I want to get back. I want to get out of feeling that I am stuck. Um, I'm just stuck with all these feelings of powerlessness and hopelessness and. You know that my life's pointless. So the second question is definitely about getting a little bit of hope um, and about taking responsibility for myself. Um, So the first thing I usually try and say to myself is, well, if I want to try and change the way I feel, if I want to tackle these um, overwhelming feelings, then what small step can I take? Usually, um, that involves speaking to somebody, um, or just going over and spending a bit of time with one of my two dogs, or going out for a walk, or reading something positive. Just getting a bit of inspiration from somebody else's experience, it's there are many things i know that i can do that will help me to overcome these overwhelming feelings of hopelessness and negativity
2: one thing that i've um sort of brought into my life is is the idea of of doing pretty much the same walk most days um and where i live i'm really lucky because there's some woodland behind the house um and so i can take a a walk in there and yeah just have that sort of routine and and um sort of same trail um most days where i sort of spot wildlife and the seasons changing um yeah i've noticed over like the last 3 or 4 years since living here that about this time every year the woodpeckers come out so this morning I heard a woodpecker for example and to me that just signifies that we've just turned like a little corner in, in like the in the natural world and things are starting to feel ever so slightly lighter and and the wildlife's responding to that and I think tapping into those um, little observations really helps to sort of ground me and also actually on the walk there's a bench in the woods as well, and I do like a 10-minute like meditation there most days. Um And I find that that, once again, is kind of all those little things add up to feeling just more relaxed and more in tune with myself and not anxious, uh, rather than doing sort of one big thing every now and again. I think it's those daily sort of rituals for me over the last sort of three or four years since moving more rurally. That really helps me, and I actually really notice if there's been like say, over Christmas and New Year, it was kind of hectic and lots of stuff going on. And and I didn't go on those sort of morning walks. Um, and I really felt after sort of a couple of weeks that I was really missing them. And actually, in some ways, I felt kind of a little bit out of balance as well.
3: If I'm trying to achieve something and I'm not doing it, you know, I'm not doing whatever the next bit of the task is, I find it really hard because i'm often I'm not doing it because I'm frightened I'm scared of what people think um, because that's a big sort of approval's a big thing for me,
4: mm.
3: and I'm scared that they'll think I'm silly or daft or yeah, stupid all sorts of things from, from i suppose that we all sort of we all want to be part of a group as well sure it's connection it's connection and if you think that the people that you really like or that you think you really like because you don't know them very well those are the worrying people aren't they the people that I don't know at all living in outer Mongolia I'm really not bothered if they think I'm a bit daft but the people I've got to come into contact with on Mm. a daily or weekly um cycle around the town that I've got to interact with, if I thought that what I was going to do was going to make them think less of me and value me less, then I find that difficult to cope with. Mm -hmm. So often it's putting a, putting myself out there I suppose is what you say. Mm -hmm. Isn't it? You know, sort of saying to people, this is what I believe, Mm -hmm. and this is what I'd like to do. And I think it's a really good idea for lots and lots of really different reasons. And the other thing is that if I can do it with a friend, then, and I value my friend, I know that they are good people and they think logically and sensibly about things. If they're supporting what I'm doing, then that kind of counteracts
1: all the grumpy people. So the other, other really important thing for me is when I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling good and I'm struggling with life, I, I have to accept those feelings and try not to react to those feelings. So one of the great things that I learned in another um, peer support program um, that I've been involved with is basically just to keep my mouth shut. (laughs) So however much I want to lash out um, because I'm angry with somebody or something or something has really, really upset me, um, it is important for me to work out what it is that I can actually do and whether or not there is anything that I can do, I am totally power, powerless when it comes to a lot of the terrible things that um, I see happening to earth and the vulnerable people in, on the planet and all of these uh, animals that uh, we're, we're losing are going extinct and all of the cruelty basically, but I I have to know my place um, on earth and I have to I do understand that I am a small person um, uh, who is just trying to do um, her best um, in terms of being a supportive person and doing as much as I can for the things that I care about. yeah, so so not reacting to feelings immediately, you know, without taking a chance to think that is one of the best things that I can do if I'm not feeling um, well, not feeling like myself today. Uh, I'm not being productive. Yeah, I have to work through the feelings, accept the feelings and take a bit of time to to think before I act. And I've always got to try and be honest with myself. I think like most people, I can resort to short-term fixes that are... For five minutes, but uh, are, are not going to do me any good in the longer term. So, so it's okay to binge um, on something for a short period of time, as long as it doesn't become habitual. It's it's really tempting to get lost in these fixes that actually don't help um, in the the longer term. So it's it's really really important to be honest. Um, and to make an effort to do some of these things that maybe you don't like doing, but you know in the long term is going to be a bit beneficial.
0: Another supportive element of the project has been creative writing and the sharing of these original pieces in something we hope will become a daily reader celebrating Earth. These pieces have been shared at peer support groups and offer another way into discussion as well as understanding the issues from a different perspective. This is a piece entitled, When I'm Overwhelmed.
4: In moments of distress and despair at everything, I find I need to find a way to discharge the emotion that comes with that. Let's call it the sense of all-encompassing overwhelm. I need to accept my limits and my ultimate failure to hold back the waves. Who did I think I was actually? So I need to give up my sense of purpose and accept the loss and myself as lost. Then I need to move for a period, change my location, physically or metaphorically, within my memories or points of focus. Let's say move for 10 minutes, then stop and look at where, what's there. In detail, what holds my attention, my sensations, what takes me out of myself, consider it and marvel as if I've never seen it before. a Grassy bank, abandoned shop and trolley, a shop window. Let it suggest to me what to do next and marvel again at the recurrent prompts of stimulus and imagination. Engage my emotions again and feel that I've done something unexpected individual and creative, share it with others.
0: Thank you for listening. We hope these conversations resonated with you and please join us again, where we'll be exploring the next question, which is what has helped me in the past if I've been struggling? You can find out more about the project, Eco Anxious Resilient, and even how to submit your own creative writing for The Daily Reader at surefooteffect.com. This project was made possible with a grant from the National Lottery Community Fund Scotland, Together For Our Planet programme.